It's time for your NBA Daily Assist. Now, senior NBA writer Sam Amick on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. He makes the magic happen at The Athletic. He's their senior NBA writer, and we couldn't be happier to welcome him back to the show this NBA season. He's our good friend Sam Amick. What is up, Sam? How are you? Gentlemen, I'm doing great. It's been a long time. It's good to hear your voices. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Oh, man, we love having you back, Sam. But I got to get your opinion on Jake. Wait. Over here. Hey. He, I didn't even know. I've known Jake for. In general? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> fire away, Sam. I've known, I've known Jake for two decades now, and I just found out recently that he's a Washington Nationals fan. I've been here all <laughs> along, Gordon. He, he put this hat on about three weeks ago, and now he hasn't taken it off since, and today he's gloating. He's gloating. And I didn't even know that he was a, a fan at all. So. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I would just say this, Jake. Just you know, think carefully about your allegiances. You know, and then to to bring it back to basketball, let's just remember that you know there's there's a millions of, of Warriors fans right now that are having to take that hat <laughs> off, and you know, and so like this too shall pass. They're not going to be champions every year. You got to decide like, are you are you really on for the ride, or are you just doing this because your your squad's at the top, man? You got to. Look inside your soul here, brother. <laughs> I like that. That's probably pretty good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not bad. Uh, before we do get to basketball, Sam, we understand you're going out with the fam, trick-or-treating. Your take on family costumes, because I had my arm twisted into being goofy, uh, you know, because my daughter wanted to be Minnie this year. What's your, what's your take on the family costume? We don't do a great job of doing all – there's four of us. We have two sons, 13 and 10. And so, like, my wife and I talked about it yesterday, and, and we do this every year. We talk a big game, like, hey, maybe we'll be the Incredibles. Maybe we'll do this or that. And it turns out with me and my sweatpants, and then <laughs> the kids dress up, you know, and they do their thing. But I like it. I enjoy We have a, a cool little neighborhood where the neighbors come out and have a little bit of a, a potluck that everybody takes part in. Uh, this year in particular – I am loving my kids' outfits because we have two inflatable get-ups where the older one is T-Rex, but it's got, like, its own little, you know, the, the ones with the, uh, the the actual blower that's built into the costume. Mm-hmm. So a massive T-Rex where he's going to look like an a amusement park character <laughs> all night long. And the other one is a little more creative. He is a, uh, he's a cow. And I shouldn't say he because the cow has udders, and this, this is an inflatable cow, and uh, they they are going to be impossible to miss and impossible to lose, and that's probably the most important part. Now I don't want to nitpick with you, but why a cow and not a bull? I mean, I think it'd be a little awkward, Gordon, to just walk around town with like the the bull anatomy just hanging around. You know what I mean? Like that's I don't know if everybody needs to see that. I'm just uh, gonna leave good, it there. Good, yeah. po- good point. Good point. <laughs> Uh, all right, Sam. Well, we actually have some breaking news coming down. We'll get your instant reaction. Uh, the scuffle last night between Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. We have the suspensions. Embiid and Towns uh, will miss two games apiece. No fine for Ben Simmons. Did they get it right? Um, I, this is not the answer you want. I, I just I need to study the tape more. I don't know if they got it right. I mean, the Ben Simmons thing was certainly in question. The T Wolves, as has been reported believed that that was a chokehold as opposed to, you know, a subduing, you know, peacemaker type approach. Um, 
So that's the one part that's going to be in question. Two games, I'll say this, and I said this last year when there were fisticuffs between the Lakers and Rockets, um, and the fans probably, to be honest, might like this. Like The league is not incentivizing these guys all that much to not fight. I just don't think they are. I mean, two games for having a battle royale where bodies hit the floor and you know, and then I, you know, eyeballs are getting gouged and like, it was a fairly intense fight. And there was a time not that long ago that I would have expected that to lead to a 15 game suspension and not two. you know, and, and I thought that's where the league was heading in the post run our test malice at the palace stage. And they've gotten away from it. They just don't seem to bring the hammer these days when it comes to fighting on the court. Sam, you mentioned the Warriors. Uh, that was hard to watch last night with Steph uh, in his hand. Uh, I hate those injuries. I hate watching those, uh, the replays of those. But uh, obviously, this is uh, fairly significant for that team. What happens now? Well, you know, it's funny. Best case scenario, I was just talking. To, I stopped by the, the Kings practice availability because they're off to a terrible start. And, and somebody there and I were talking about with the Warriors that there's been this comparison that you hear every so often to the Spurs when they got uh, Tim Duncan, when the David Robinson team, David got hurt early on, missed the entire season. Spurs lose a bunch of games, luck their way into Tim Duncan. The rest is history. So, I mean, that kind of magic set of circumstances is now what the Warriors fans have to hope for. Because other than that, it's a terrible team that's going to lose a bunch of games in front of a crowd that is not only, you know, just a very different crowd than the one at Oracle Arena in Oakland because obviously they moved to San Francisco and the Chase Center this year, but it's a crowd that has paid a lot of money to be there. And uh, this was just not the way that any of them envisioned it. Um, They, you know, they were supposed to go in there at minimum with – uh, Steph and Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and try to kind of reincarnate those 73-win teams that they had a couple years ago. And now all of a sudden, I mean, the playoffs look like you know they're already out of reach unofficially. Sam Amick is with us, uh, NBA Daily Assist, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sam, some folks around here were really excited to see Mike Conley break out in the third quarter uh, last night, and he had a terrific overall game. Give us your first impression of the of the Jazz and how important it is for him to uh, to play well. Yeah, I mean, it was good for him to, you know, to, to get out of that slump. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. I, I saw a quote, I think it was my buddy Tim McMahon from ESPN had a piece on the jazz where, where Mike kind of admitted and I'm paraphrasing that uh, you know it was a dark week in terms of just the day job for Mike and the idea that so many expectations and then you can't find your shot and you, and you don't play well uh, all in all you know they're fine they're in a good spot I think tomorrow it's funny because I love these early games where I know it sounds crazy to say early November the stakes are high like that's not really it but the, you know, the human component is like tomorrow night when the Jazz take the floor in Sacramento to play the Kings, like both sides are, it's not just another game. Both sides are going to really want to have, you know, their head hit the pillow that night with a W. And the, the Kings don't want to go to 0-6, and, and the Jazz certainly want to keep momentum going back in the right direction and, and not, you know, just fall short of expectations early on here. So 
I still like what they have a lot. It's it's that the framing of the story I think has been accurate. You know, can a team, you know, with no all stars technically speaking, uh, you know, be a title contender? And that's where you've got this squad. I mean, you could argue that Mike Donovan and Rudy are one, two, and three on that list of guys who are all star caliber. Um, you know, but not necessarily there. So, you know, that's going to be the question all year. And, and how do they come together? And, and defensively, just can they take it up to another notch? Because as good as they've been there in the past, you know, that's uh, definitely one of Mike's strengths. And I still like what they have going. What do you think of Boyan Bogdanovich? Because he seems to be uh, an enlightened uh, addition to what the Jazz are trying to get done. Yeah, no, he's been really good. And he's just, you know, that's, you know, a far more sophisticated way of saying it, Gordon, and I forgot just how thick your thesaurus was. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's been he's been a great addition. They in Indiana last year. You know, he was a guy that had a breakout season, and I liked it a lot when they brought him to town because we all know the narrative with the Jazz. It's just the defense is always there, and the scoring has been the problem in the past. And it, it, it you know, it's bogged down. Uh, no pun intended. But you now have more options uh, when that ball is not hopping and the system approach to offense is not working that, you know, Boyan can hit a shot. And same thing for Donovan, be a, a playmaker and a shot maker, and same thing for Mike Conley. And so um, I like what they have, you know, and, and Boyan was definitely one of the kind of under-the-radar better picks of, or pickups of the summer. Sam Amick with us here on uh, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, talking a little NBA. We uh, alluded to the Warriors earlier. Steph goes down uh, with that injury, and, and that's rough. Uh, but it, is this? are we looking at the Spurs from the 90s? Are we looking at a situation where Golden State just mails it in now? Maybe. Um, maybe. Sorry, guys, a distraction there. Talking about kids, nothing like your 13 year old setting off the house alarm when he gets home and <laughs> having to make sure the cops don't come. Um, been, been there, been there. <laughs> yeah, but we're we're all on the clear. Um, <laughs> give me that question, Jake. I apologize, brother, but just, this thing was oh, I had to handle it. What do you got? The Warriors should they just uh, pack it in this year? Maybe go for a draft pick until everybody gets healthy. That's I don't know if they're going to have much of a choice, but that's definitely going to be on the table. The thing is. I mean, once Steph gets back, there's just certain things that are going to be non-negotiable. Now, I don't know a timeline on Steph. Uh, I think we now are starting to feel like Clay is not going to play this season. Uh, you know, and then Draymond is Draymond's the one where, and I'll say this now, and then who knows in February, what well, you know, if we're talking about it, because it seems crazy at the moment. You know, he re-ups. Um, on a, with an extension on the Warriors and conceivably is definitely a major part of what they're doing. But if you had to look at this landscape in a static environment and, and forget about the deep ties between him and the organization and just in terms of what he represents on paper, who might be the most tradable, like moving Draymond, if they really wanted to break this thing up, is something you certainly could consider. And, you know, that's premature for me to throw that out there, but also something that you hear from time to time within the league. So, uh, you know, they're going to lose a lot of games, but you're going to have proud vets that when they're healthy are going to want to go out and, and just compete every night. Sam, we got uh, we got a sampling last night of uh, a, a two-word plague that seems to be afflicting the NBA uh, nowadays. 
load management. Kawhi Leonard didn't play in the game. And the Jazz, I guess, benefited from the standpoint that they got an easier win against the Clippers. But the fans who pay their money got uh, cheated out of not being able to watch one of the phenomenal talents on the planet uh, in that game. What do you make of that? I mean, I get it. If your goal is to win a championship, and it should be every team's goal, I get that side of it. But I also uh, get the complaint of fans who do sacrifice to come see these guys play. And Kawhi was totally healthy, totally uninjured, and did not go. What do you think? It's hard. I mean, we're talking about it every year. Uh, It's becoming more and more of a trend. You know, even in that instance, the Clippers had told the league, I don't know exactly what the timeline was, but somewhat in advance that this was their plan. And now you're seeing the, the NBA essentially approve this kind of language where conceivably that was going to be something that they didn't want to approve. And now they are. Um, so, I mean, again, it, it goes back to it's a player's league and, and they are kind of running the roost from that perspective. And it's not going to change. Uh, I forget the name of this company and I'm sure they would appreciate it if I remembered and, and gave them a shout out. But I mean, there's even companies now being born out of this trend. I, I ran into a guy last season late where, uh, they have they built their company around the idea that you could get your ticket insured. I think it actually was called Fansure, where like the whole concept was you can add, buy an insurance on your ticket, and if the star doesn't play and you don't want to go, then you get you know the, the vast majority of your value back on your ticket. And I mean, even the fact that the marketplace is spawning those types of ideas kind of tells you where we're at. You uh, going to be at the game tomorrow night, the Kings Jazz? I will. I will indeed. I'm going to spare the old uh, Friday Friday night and go see if, you know, which, like I said earlier, which which of these sides is going to be frustrated because the Jazz have their own high expectations and they want to, you know, they should be rolling a, a team like the Kings that already lost Marvin Bagley and, and it's just not playing good ball. And, uh, again, the Kings, you know, the idea of going 0-6 is, is, uh, is pretty unattractive for them. Well, we'll look forward to what you have to say next week, Sam, uh, certainly considering you can get your eyeballs in person on the Utah Jazz, so that'll be fun. Good to hear from you, Sam. Nope. Likewise, guys. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Thank you, Sam. The great Sam Amick from The Athletic, NBA Daily Assist. So excited Sam is back with us this year. And, yeah. and, and you know what? With Mannix is unbelievable and Howard Beck is great. It's uh, We are very fortunate to have these uh, perspectives on the NBA on the show every week. No doubt about it. And I think, you know, Sam – all our listeners, they hear his voice, and it's very familiar to them now. You know, they trust him. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. So uh, make sure and follow Sam's work uh, at The Athletic, no doubt about it. All right, uh, we'll talk a little uh, college football coming up around the corner. Uh, we'll reset the breaking news. By the way, with the, the Joel Embiid only missing two games, Gordo, that means he will play against the Jazz next week. So it'll be his first game back, in um, fact. Oh, will it? Yeah. Because so that, that'll be the third game. That'll be the third game. So. Well, I mean, if you're going to go according to my logic that I just asked Sam about, that you want to see these guys play, right? That's a good thing. It's a good thing. He only comes to town once. Uh, the Jazz are a different, uh, obviously, uh, iteration of what they're doing this year, but 
The Sixers caused the Jazz trouble last yeah. year. Mm. All right. Want to remind you, did you know that Homey assigns a whole team of realtors and specialists to sell your home for a flat 1500 bucks? That means thousands of dollars in hypothetical realtor commissions back into your pocket. That's innovative. That's fair. That's a company who's got your back. That is Homey. More Big Show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.